Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm John. And welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss the movies. The movies. The Both movies. With a strictly positive critical eye. The That's movies. Right. We, we keep it positive here, people, so that we avoid lazy negativity. We don't want to be negative just for the sake of being negative. So anytime mm. we say something negative, you're going to hear this sound. Mm. That's on me. John, you keep trying to do the bottle yeah. open and you get too antsy. So what are you doing? He's like fingering his bottle. It's, guys, you got to watch Dude, it on YouTube. You, you know, it has the aluminum stuff. Right? I'm just pu- peeling it down a little bit, you know? Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we, anyway, we drank. We really drank on this look podcast. Up what that's a sign for. Um, uh, we drink when we say something negative. That's the moral of the story. Dave? Uh, yeah, that is the most. We're off to a great start. We started the show twice. Um, you know what, guys? Present your shots. We're going to talk about a movie that answers the question, does size matter? <laughs> uh, another size joke for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. There's we not got... enough of them in the script. I keep just buzzing I, Dave now. I, I, John, I, yeah, I, I could have said we could talk about a movie that begs the question, why isn't your fucking face in the same aspect ratio as the movie? Mm. <laughs> Wait, can we say before, so we're positive. So that's part of the, part of the gag is that we, we, have, we have to try to keep it positive. And, and if we say some shit, you know, we're going to buzz ourselves. We're going to drink. But we, we really don't want to be petty. We want to no. try to praise the movie. This movie is a 47% tomato meter, which it probably deserves. But it has an 84% audience score. 84%. Yeah, get him, get him, get him, get him. Get him. <laughs> All right. So there you go. And you know what? I do not fault this movie for not giving themselves any type of a backdoor into what this movie was going to be. So they just had to pluck some plot out of their ass that had nothing to do like anyway i, I don't fault them for that because you never i don't know i'm t- i'm, I'm kind of tired of all the movies trying to tie together so in a weird way i'm glad they took their shot we'll talk more about it in a second if you want to talk about ant-man of the wasp oh boy are you in for Christ, a John. shocker if you don't think this ties into stuff oh yeah yeah tell me all about fucking phase five and how it segues between four and six and all the things that i can expect phase four doesn't all. exist that is usually what five does <laughs> the bobs feige whatever the fuck they're up to paul rudd i just can't believe they got i can't believe michelle pfeiffer and michael douglas are like yeah we'll keep making more of these it's like guys let's go some people actors have got to act Dude, evangeline lily let's seven go seven million dollars in their hand come on <laughs> I Jeff, if I offer you $10 million and you say no, this is different. You know, this is different. Be, yeah. do, you, do you have any idea what the rate, the value of my insurance policy is for my home? You say, give me $7 million. It's a little different than Michael Douglas, right? You know, fucking Wall Street. I love saying, doing Wall other, Street. What other offers are, are they getting, you know? Not for, for better for worse. You know, I, I think they're great actors, but. We should talk about Ant Man and the Wasp uh, Media scene. But if you're new to our podcast, we yeah. try to keep it spoiler free for a couple of minutes, which I think we're living up to so far. Yes. Uh, at the end of the episode, we'll tell you what we've been watching uh, in our segment, What You've Been Watching. <laughs> Let's give you our recommendations for the week. We're up all um, night thinking of that name. And if you're, in a, if you're in a rush, if you like to economize, this is going to be my phrase of the, week, of the day. If you like to economize Dan, we're your podcast. talking to you. <laughs> he's not listening to this one. There's no way he's going to this one. Um, if you want to economize <laughs> your time on the podcast, then scoot ahead. We, we just got to get some shit off our chest at the beginning here with our gripes of the week. And our sponsor shout out that we sort of forgot to do last time because we already talked about Das Sign. But who are who who's our beer sponsor? Can he please come back? Can we see him again? I miss him. I miss Carlos Barroso. We miss you, Carlos Barroso. Mr. Carlos Barroso, ladies and gentlemen, 
the one and only beer sponsor of the Love of Sonoma podcast. You can find that gentleman's Instagram. He is at cbarozzo.beer, C-B-A-R-O-Z-O dot beer. If you want to follow all of his beer making shenanigans, Carlos, give me free beer. And the music on this episode and every single episode is provided by the artist Dasein. That's Dasein, D-A-S-E-I-N, A-K-A, my brother. Uh, oh, oh, now yeah. we're shameless you can about find that guy's yeah, music. I, we're at the we, point in the podcast yeah. where we just say it out loud. <laughs> are we, are we, are we allowed to ship beer across state lines? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I still have John's beer so, boat from Matt Carlos, Mark last I want year. Some. <laughs> Dude, I, want, I still and John, I still need it. Feel, Thanks if, for if it makes uh, forwarding you, it. If it makes you feel better, John, I want Carlos's beer too, and I live down the street. Um, so actually, Dave Depp. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Carlos is the best. Um, although you don't need to promote like Stella. He like make he'll, he'll like pour Stella and be like new beer and it's like nah. Actually, anyway. it's a left. No, not you. I'm talking blonde. Oh, about Carlos. It's all about you. No, I'm talking about Carlos. Um, and his posting on his Instagram handle. Dave, I'm gonna ask you to do the setup when we get to it. But we let's get through our gripes of the week. So this is where we just gripe about shit that has nothing to do with anything, or maybe it does. But we got to get through it, people. We got to get the shit off our chest. This is the only time per week we get to hang out like this. So we got to say our thoughts, and then after this, we'll get into our conversation about Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Dave, you got a gripe? A little bit. Okay. I follow a guy on Twitter called uh, Todd Vizieri. Uh, he's one of the few people still left on Twitter. He works in the effects. He works on, uh, I think he worked on this film, actually, um, oh. in visual effects. But he ha- he brought something to my attention this week that I was like, yeah, fuck those guys. Um, basically, people started criticizing color in film, especially between old film and new film, and saying how shitty the new stuff is but they get a screenshot of the film and alter it in like photos or some shit and make the color look shitty and then put it side wow. by side and go, look how shit modern film is. Wow. It's like everyone in the industry knows what you're doing and you look stupid. Stop it. This one cuts deep. Cuts deep for Dave. We know what you're doing. That's, I see right you through got. you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck those guys. Yeah. You just, yeah. Uh attention-seeking holes. I'm a little drunk, you guys. Jeff, what? I'm going to pass, dude. Do you have a, do you have a break for this week? Um, I'm still upset about AI, AI uh, chatbots, but I've already <laughs> ranted. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John's not a big fan of the chat GPT. Yeah, he's... he's... Uh, I can't, can't get past it. <laughs> At least they didn't call um, it Cyberdyne Systems. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, how risky do I want to be? How risky do I want to be? Oh, with, go uh, roll. Go full risk. As let's risky some, as possible. We're a little, we're a little, we're, yeah. we're a little drunk and we're talking about Ant-Man. Well, let's so get canceled tonight. <laughs> I think I can, I think I can, because I work for like schools. I think I can say this in a way um, that <laughs> oh, is damn. pro. I think I can say it in a way that, that they would see, they would see me as fighting for the, I the can next glimpse generation. my future right now. About nine o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to get a text saying, hey, can you cut that out? <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to, go. Okay, so I know inflation and just supply chains and all this shit and yada, 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 and all the prices are going up. And we all know deep down inside it's corporate greed, but we all like also think it's all these other things. And we try to, we, I feel like we're being way too respectful of companies when like gas price is really high, like five years after this inflation, you know, anyway, whatever. Why are Nikes $180? We, we know they're made by children. We know, we know they're made by kids. So if you sit there and be like, oh, the supply chain, oh, the costs of labor, nope. Uh uh-uh no 
No, it's not. That's not why they're one hundred eighty dollars. There's no way that that it costs them any more than like four dollars a shoe to make the shoe, and it's one hundred eighty dollars. And I know they're coming from around the world. I saw stats like Michael Jordan made more money per year from Nike than all of their workers in Malaysia combined. And right now, I would probably include LeBron James, everybody else in these categories. And I'm not, you know, I, I understand there's problems in the world, and I can't solve them on this podcast by shouting about this. But why the fuck are these sneakers one hundred eighty dollars? Mm. Is, is it just because we pay for them? Some of them are ugly too. One was on sale for one hundred and forty. And it, it was, they weren't even like LeBron's. They were just ugly ass Nikes. I, I just, I don't understand why they're so expensive. And I don't understand why we keep paying for these things that we know, we know are, are overpriced and made by people in nefarious ways. That's what hey, I want to say. Jeff, can you make shoes? That's why they're $180, motherfucker. There's a lot of other shoe brands. <laughs> I know, man. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it is. Right. Agree. At least $180, right? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 You're I, so I, right. I, I sent a picture to you. I forget which threads I put it in, but these are some of the ugliest sneakers I've ever seen in my life. And it was like on sale for one forty nine ninety. I was like, for what? Oh my! Nothing about these are sexy. Like these yeah. are these are like if I bought and those shoes, this, I'd this be begging whole, people to not have sexy. Whole culture of like sneaker fandom where they'll they'll like they have a black market for buying these fucking shoes, and they're paying like twice retail as well. It's There's, I it's wish there bizarre. was like a. a I wish there was like a Chinatown equivalent where you could just go and get like the same shoe for less because there's like a. I don't because it's because it's the, because it's the price that it's supposed to be. Oh, you mean like? Oh my I, god! Yeah. You mean America should create like Chinese knockoffs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> god, I almost spit my I almost spit my whiskey all over my new fucking computer, Dave. We should create Chinese knockoffs, you dickhead. That's funny. Ah, oh, it's funny. Okay, people. Thank you, John. You sure you don't want to say anything? <laughs> I can talk about like Chinese surveillance balloons. If no, you want, no, 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 until after I saw this. This is the first in Phase 5? Yes, Go. apparently, yes. I thought Black someone, Panther was the end of Phase someone, 4. I we someone about surely will correct me on the internet if that's wrong, because uh, that's what happened last time. No, I thought time. Black Panther was the end of Phase 4. I thought that was... Uh, yeah, was I'm, that pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I didn't it was, know yeah. That. Um, okay. But this, this, is, this definitely kicks off. I mean, if you want to tie in Loki, Loki dealt with the Kang character from this as well. I'm tired um, of including the TV shows. Can't they be separate like Star Wars well, used to the, be? It's like the, these are in addition. No, that's these the are in the news because, like, since uh, Bob Iger's back, they're slowing all the shit down. There's going to be only like two TV shows released this year. Uh, they're slowing the movie production down. They're slowing the TV production down. Um, it's they're slowing it all right down so that you get that anticipation back. You just gush yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all hail the Iger. <laughs> John's just gushing Iger, really, for slowing down. He's like, yes! yes! It's the best fucking news I've ever heard. But yeah. Honestly, um, dude. Jesus Christ. All right, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. You were, say, you were saying now that Bob's back, you're slowing it down. Yeah, that they, um, they announced whole different... I think uh, the Marvels got pushed back to like November now. Um, that's going to be like... Kang, you were talking about Kang, how yeah. Kang was introduced in Loki. Kang was but, introduced in okay. Loki. Um, yeah, but this this is the official beginning of Phase 5 as far as I know. Um, so okay. this, this is the start of what eventually builds up to like Secret Wars and the Kang Dynasty films, which is going to be, I think, the end of Phase <laughs> 6 or some shit. 
Uh, I don't know, but like it's going to well, take. Well. All I know is it's going to take longer than it was originally going to take because they slowed everything down. Really? So you know what? I'm good with that. I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I'll go and see it when I'm sixty. Whatever. Okay, so I said this by really quick. I said this about the Christian Bale character, where the the movie was bad, Love and Thunder. But no, no, it wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't good. It was bad. It was, it was bad. bad. But mm. but the Christian Bale character, <laughs> the Christian, <laughs> the Christian sure, Bale character, we'll who who, show, who has the ability to destroy worlds and universes and galaxies and gods so, and gods, somehow wasn't the supervillain. Somehow it was just a one-off sequel villain. And now we have Kang, who is yeah. now the official new villain who comes in as a sequel. It's very interesting yeah, the, the way real they're introducing of, our villains. The villain of like Love and Thunder was the editor. And, Ka- <laughs> and Kang came in, in in Loki, right? Do I have that right? Or Kang did apparently. come in Loki. He was meant to apparently, have yeah. he was meant to have a quick after credits scene. Um, in the end, at the end of Loki, it was like just to introduce the character. But the performance that they shot of him was so good they dedicated the entire final episode to him yes and i i remember hearing that and it was good it was it was good you know Mm -hmm. Um, i like the idea i like loki it was it was a very out there performance he he did speak well he talks Um, about the timelines and things and i I was you know that that makes sense that's cool no i i so it was like a whole okay so he literally like it was his full character it wasn't just like sometimes they tease a character no no no, there's many many different versions of this character this character turns up in so many um different iterations did you say for the after credit scenes which we'll talk about later in spoilers I did. Does he have a different accent? Is yeah. every version of himself, or Sometimes, just yes. in this movie? No, every okay. different. Every one might have a different. That was accent, hard to follow. I, I wasn't quite way, sure is, what was this happening. Is, by the way, this is that. not a spoiler because they've been. Every news article is talking about how Kang is like. They're really trying to promote John. They're, they want us to fall in love with Jonathan Majors Kang. I and they're talking about how he's it. a new villain. They, they okay, want so, everybody to so know. So Ant Man, Ant Man, uh, Quantumania, uh, yep. basically uh, changes up the Ant Man formula and. Does it sucks the entire family down to the mul- oh. down to to the mm-hmm. quantum realm where they discover an entire yeah an entire new civilization and they discover of, of people who has <laughs> yeah of people and and of small people and that are things with holes and stuff like yeah, that but sure. uh, yeah um that's that's about the best I can do to describe it it's 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 an oops film it's a uh... Oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, we fucked up. Oh, now we need to solve the problem that we created, and that's the film. No, I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it's like it's it's somewhat isolated in that sense. Yeah, it's right? it's not the tradi- traditional. Heist what do you mean? Thing. Give me the context for that. Michelle what are they Pfeiffer. acknowledging that they? <laughs> no, it's a character. Oops, it's it's that she it's, was the sucked in. built in the story. Well, um, Michelle Pfeiffer had information she, that she had yeah. apparently not shared in the four years since the last movie, and um, so the daughter apparently is a nuclear physicist and can you know fuck around with. She must multiverse. have been on the beach and old. <laughs> Damn, quantum, that's good. quantum quantum physicist quantum physicist, yes. physicist um and um made a connection to that world michelle pfeiffer did mention that that would be a problem and they all get sucked in and it's essentially all the daughter's fault not that Sounds she knew hot. but it's not like yeah, it's not like it. it's not like oh no there's a there's a problem that affects humanity and we have to stop it it's like it's like it has nothing to do with the rest of the planet, except until we find out the re- the way that it does connect. Does that make sense? Am I making sense with that? <laughs> yeah, we would have never yeah, been yeah. there if they didn't just fuck up. Like yeah. they didn't intend. They didn't intentionally go there. Yeah. They just they they were lack of communication led to getting slurped. They Jurassic this- Park themselves. They were so busy dealing with the idea that they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. 
Yeah, but at least that right. they, they had a goal right. of what they wanted. In this yeah, case, true. all of a sudden they're there and they're like, shit, we need to get out of here. And yeah. the whole movie became, how do we get out of this place that we just went into by accident? Um, all right. Messi, let's, let's go around the horn. Intro. And, uh, how, how, did, how did we like this? I'll go last. No, no, no. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You want to go last? Yeah. Jeff, why don't you kick us off? You never go first. So I think I, I view every Marvel movie. I, I really hope people say to listen to this. I, I view every Marvel movie with the scale of how fun is it and how stupid is it. I, I do, and I, I say it shamelessly and every single time. I, I don't know. I don't need that. to. I don't need to defend that. I mean, this Paul Rudd even admits in public all the time. He's like, we well, don't need to worry about me too much. I'm just Ant Man. And he, of course, he's joking with it, and it's all fun. And and in the first movie, the way they have like Hot Wheels cars like crashing and stuff, they they are aware of this, and it's a good touch. They could go funnier and sillier with it, but they don't want to. They have a nice little touch so that it so that the important things can be important, the funny things can be funny. It's still a little plotty for me and a little scripted, but for this movie, um, it it you know, I think the fact that the plot was annoying me that like Michelle Pfeiffer knew the plot and just wasn't telling us the plot. What's happening here? What's happening here? She knew everything, you know? <laughs> she knew exactly what was going on and she was just like, I can't tell you, there's no time. Oh yeah, you have dinner plans? Like, you know? So anyway, like, <laughs> so like there was, a, so whenever there was a funny moment, just a lot of- hard on the fence on this one. <laughs> I'm hard on the fence. No, I'm on the side of like, I don't think it's great, but, but I, I want to keep talking about it because I understand I understand that it's important to the con if this had, if this had nothing to do with anything else I'd be like no but but I mean you know okay the daughter gets she she they made a suit for her so that apparently means that she's been taking taekwondo lessons for fifteen years and she's a nuclear physicist you know like all these things we we just get used to these with Marvel so my expectations are lowered which has been the lesson that I've learned from the last like ten of these and because of that I was totally fine with the movie nothing about it was hilarious to me. But when other people in the audience started shouting, I love Ant-Man, which I don't even know if they were serious or not, I was like, you know, that makes sense. I mean, they clapped for Nicole it. Kidman too, so it's it's hard yeah. to read. But, you know, there were some funny things. There were, you know, there were, some of them were a little spoon-filled. The, the Walking on Sunshine kind of bit that Paul Rudd does is fun. The book thing was, you know, it, it's all done with skill, I guess. It's just, I think that I think you just kind of made for children. Is, is, that, is that where you're at? Yeah, that's why the Bobs are slowing things down. They understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though they're making a lot of money, they I have understand. To go, I have to go see these by myself now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I guess that's not a very clear description of what I want, but it's clear enough. John, John what do you think? I think... The, just like in real life <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> is this minority just report like in your, your, buzz, you, your buzz for the future you, you know how quantum mechanics doesn't actually matter to classical physics like it's all it's, a, it's not theoretical <laughs> there are mechanics to it but it happens on such a small scale there is a line between that that line, that magical line that Einstein talked about, where quantum mechanics cross over into classical physics, uh, physics, where there are things that are actually observer, observable, measurable. They're not based on probability, and therefore the people that spend their time in quantum mechanics, it matters to them, and it doesn't really matter to anybody else. That's this film. And if you I, want to be a part 
of the, yeah. okay. I know you have multiple doctors in your family, but what the fuck are you yeah. talking? You think you anybody, want do you think anybody who the... saw this, anybody in my theater, do you think they would understand a word you just said? Anybody that I saw this movie with? Jeff, I'm trying to be they... kind. I'm trying to be kind. If you want to get into the nitty gritty of phase five of the Marvel movies, this is going to give you probably what you're looking for. Tons of green screen, crazy animation. They don't treat you with a lot of respect as an audience member. Yeah, sure, they there are humans Star down Wars here, and we don't so need to get oh into that. We had, we had the straight up cantina. There's so much Star Wars. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be just an asshole here because I yeah. think people who want to go into that are probably going to have fun. <laughs> if you're someone who is more on the outside, <laughs> if you're someone who's more on the outside, and you only see Marvel movies when they, when somebody tells you, no, 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 I trust me, it's one of the really good ones. You can watch it and not need to know absolutely everything. This is not that movie. This is a movie that is deep into the phases. It goes and does something that, Jeff, as you're saying, is basically inconsequential to everything that's happened before. I yeah. hear you, Dave, that that character, I know he probably will have an enormous effect because of his ability yet. to cross over into different timelines. <laughs> Dave. No, no, but you explained how yeah. we were introduced to Kang. Yeah. And I understand this movie teaches you that he can exist in these different timelines and dimensions. I know he's going to have consequence, but in, in the vacuum of this movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, the movie doesn't matter. Jesus. And it, just like quantum physics in a very real sense, it doesn't really matter. So if you just want to go have fun and watch a Marvel movie, go enjoy yourself. The special yeah. effects are great. Paul Rudd's funny. What the fuck is going on? Sure. Back and forth. One or the other. Buzz, gush, buzz, gush. Paul Rudd's funny. Paul Rudd's funny. He's charming. Evangeline Lilly's good. You know, you get to see, you get to see, also, um, Cap sorry. Uh Jesus Christ. What are their names? You get to see Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Guys, Everybody's a comedy charming. legend gets eaten you, you, by a squid. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> the best part of this movie is Bill Murray's is Bill Murray's uh little cameo. little cameo yeah. action. Really? Huh. But um but ultimately I will say, if I'm being totally honest, just as I have said with the past two years of these movies, I just don't care anymore. In Marvel, I was a fan. I'm waiting for you to get me back and to make me care. And I care less and less. And I don't know what that says because I'm not some cynical asshole. I liked a lot of the early movies. I, I did. I am a pretentious fuck that will watch Bergman films and also really enjoyed some of the early Marvel films. Please make me care again. Make me care again. Dave, what'd you think? I had a very different reaction to this film, um, mainly because I was so bummed out by Thor and Doctor Strange and the limitations imposed on those and the fact that they just didn't really work for me. Um, I just reset myself and I went in. I didn't almost nothing except for Kang was in it. Yeah. Um, from which I'd seen Loki. I enjoyed his performance in that final episode. And I came in and I just kind of had fun. Yeah. And this was fun. It took the piss out of itself as much as it could. And then we got into like the massive green screen stuff and I, just, I just want to say, fucking hats off to the creature designers teams on this. I, I want to know were like drugs involved in the pitch sequence because holy crap, so. there was some. Yeah, how do you even begin there was some designing all those creatures? Like, yeah, it, there was some stuff you wouldn't like. Like, where the who the fuck thought that up? Like, but you know, it it was it's Ant Man. I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed the second one. I will say one thing I really did like was occasionally when they when he went huge. Uh, like he went large. They made the CG look like models. 
and that's that's kind of clever there was there were bits where he was giant and he's like kicking shit and smashing shit down and they they made it look like it was like a, a model a lens on a model camera like on a, on a camera you shoot like model tracks with and that was a full nice. cg shot so like i really i appreciated i appreciated the work they put in the cg to be honest i think this was the best written marvel film in years Low bar, but yeah, I would agree. Yeah, for sure. Why am I getting buzzed for that? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> better than Marvel. Um, I mean, well, we, well, had we, had years. we had a yeah, horror definitely. year last year. But how so? Tell me, tell me what you loved about the script. And I, I I'm um, not, I don't disagree. I'm just curious. Well, it was just yeah. it, it eased you in with some comedy, and then it it got like it brought in it it kind of went. Um, yeah, you know, it did the Sonic X. Two thing where it started in the dark place. <laughs> no, no. It, it, well, it brought it brought in the family as a whole instead of like as the previous ones were a heist film so because it was a, a family who's just gotten back together and they're all happy and everything's going okay um it was it was kind of you felt for the family when they got pulled in like the, the the stakes were raised a little for me but also like uh the fact that cassie is losing faith in her father and it's it's about her finding or him finding his energy again and her re- regaining that faith and also her own, like in becoming her own superhero, um, because that does happen. I think in that in that case they're setting up for Young Avengers, but we'll see. Um, it was there was there was a lot packed in here. Like, not going to say. Jeff, can you please stop clicking on stuff? What the fuck are you doing? Stop. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> is I'm that not you? Clicking, I'm not clicking on anything. Who the fuck's clicking? I've, I've Somebody's touched- fucking clicking on something. It's driving me nuts. Dave is trying to. He's, Filling his soul to us about this fucking movie, and I keep hearing somebody fucking click on something. I have a tu- I have a touchpad. It's probably my own fucking computer trying Stop to mute it. me. <laughs> Dave, what were you saying? Dave, continue. No, I was I was just saying this. This I felt like this had a lot of heart, to be honest. And also, I mean, I yeah. feel bad for yeah. the actress that they kicked out for um, Cassie because it was a different actress in. Oh Endless. shit! Did that happen? Yeah. I didn't know that. They recast her. Oh, and Elvis, she was young, though. She was young. No, 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 she wasn't. She, yeah, she's, she's grown. Um, she was fully grown because he disappeared for five years with the blip and he came back oh, and she right. was... Yeah. And so they cast Ooh, this one girl. Awkward. And that, Weird. Yeah, that poor girl, like... I've, I'm, I can't remember. I think she found out when they announced the casting and Catherine Newton oh got the girl. Oh, my God, dude. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, oh, her, God, her, she had, her agents had to have been decent so, enough to tell her. Like, shitty... But also, I'm a huge fan of Catherine Newton. I like a lot of is the she, stuff she's done. She's a fantastic golfer. Really? Yeah. Is she? Back she, was a two, she was a two handicap. No, she was. She was trying to walk on to USC, I think, and um, or UCLA, and then she ended up getting acting work. But she goes to like celebrity golfing tournaments and stuff. Yeah, she's she's like is legit Jesus good Christ. celebrity wow. golfer. Like she plays in celebrity golf tournaments. Yeah. Huh. Catherine yeah. Newton. No, you, wow. I'm a huge fan of a lot of stuff she did. So like when she was casting this, I was like, go on. Like I feel for the other girl, but I feel like this was a really like she owned this. I liked I liked wow. the, I liked the arc on the Cassie um, character. Yeah, I've, I'm ranting, but yeah, good. No, 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 no it's great. I'm let's get it's into great. it. Let's turn on spoilers because yeah, let's go. Everybody who's seen the trailer and we've all seen the trailer, they go there, they get in the quantum mini, and then we can kind of start talking about what's actually happening. Let's get into okay, it. Okay, so I'm going to fire off spoilers, and first of all, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. Modok is fucking weird. This is uh, th- this is um, um, uh, Mark Strong. No, Mark Strong. Um, uh, what the fuck's his name? 
Um, God oh, damn it. Uh, um, I mean, I get it. It's um. Why can't I say? Why can't I remember his name? No, that um, was great. I I loved that character. It's a guy from House of Cards, right? Yeah. Um, God damn it. Uh. Dude, what uh, can we think of his name? Hold on. Yeah, I'm, no, going, I'm a, going there. I'm getting there. Don't worry. He's I'm... not a top bill. He's not a top bill. Type. Type it out. Type, 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 type. <laughs> Fuck I is his got name? It. Give Jesus, me a second. <laughs> uh, oh, um, Mar- Stroll. Stroll. Uh, Corey Stroll. Corey Stroll. Corey Stroll. There we go. Jesus fucking Jeff, Christ. you want to be in. We got there. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate um, it. Wow, he's so low on the list. He, I mean... She said. Weird. They and I'm sure he doesn't have a. He, <laughs> does he? Does he have a character name after him now? Because I'm sure they kept that a bloody secret. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was. Because I'm right, so, dude. He's he's not on the list. I've seen a couple of I've seen a couple of iterations of Modok done now. Um, this was one of the weirder ones, and at first it kind of threw me. And They're saying that he is on IMDb. They literally have him listed as. Um, Darren? The rest of there are two separate lists. The rest of cast list, <laughs> separate yeah. list, and he is down at the very second from the bottom as Modoc parentheses uncredited. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow, it's a big and, part of this movie. He's a big, funny yeah. supporting role. Do you get paid more to be uncredited? I don't know. I don't know. But, but hats I, off. I, that was I liked. The, I, I liked I, what they did with that character. It was yeah. Funny. See, that was the one thing I didn't. That didn't sit well with me. So like, why didn't why, why didn't you like that character? Yeah, because I it think just, you, you're always going to have more context okay, for these I, things I mean, than me. Don't get me wrong; I liked him. I love the interaction oh. between him and Catherine Newton, um, between him and Cassie, because he terrorized her as a child, and now she has the power to fight back. And then she just stops, and she's like, "Darren, don't be a dick." And that, yeah. that, that was one of it's my favorite scenes. It's never too late, being too a late dick. to yeah. stop being a dick. And then apparently just he immediately in the movie. I know, but then he turns on a dime, and it's like, uh, yeah. you know. But like there was a there was that brief thing. It's like, what what do I that do? I'm already a dick. That was fine. That was fine. Yeah. That was fine. But yeah, it, I think I he could have just left. I don't think he I, needed to come back and be like, a hero. But I, I mean, I feel like there was an extra scene in there somewhere that they kind of chopped out for time, but. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he would have been a good one to hang around, but he would. He at first, the look of him was just weird because I've just finished playing uh, the Avengers game that they released on PlayStation, and the version of Modok in that is amazing. It's okay. it's a guy who gets exposed to Terrigen mist and basically turns into an Inhuman, which is another. It's something they haven't mentioned in Marvel very, or they mentioned very rarely in Marvel because um, Agents of Shield did it, and they're not officially Marvel. But he slowly mutates into like his body shrinks and his head grows and he slowly mutates in this thing and has this giant fucking robotic multi-arm thing. He flies around that characterization and that storyline was better for me than this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of the, maybe one of the um, impediments of this film was that from the very beginning, clearly in the way they designed it and certainly the way it watched was that, Nobody takes Ant-Man seriously. He knows it's kind of a joke and he's kind of laughing about it. You know, that the, the way the whole opening. And I guess there's a, there's a, I mean, we're talking about fucking quantum, quantum realm, epic defeat timeline. We're, these are big, yeah. big things. And yet the stakes always feel low when you talk, when you're dealing with Ant-Man just because of the tone. And I, I understand that Paul Rudd is funny, dude. And of course, he was believable in every shot. You know, mm. I, I'm not saying that he's, he didn't perform well. But because of the way that they present Ant-Man in the canon of Marvel, 
there's just always a piece of me that doesn't take these very seriously. And yeah. I don't know, am I supposed to take it seriously and I miss something? Because um, I just went back yeah. and I didn't take, I didn't. But that, I mean, and you know what? Maybe that was what didn't work for me. Was yeah. that you had the one hero who I'm not supposed to take seriously, and then the uh, the next big supervillain, and so therefore I kind of just told myself like, I'm not, if this is where Marvel is going, hmm. we're not supposed to treat this like drama anymore. It's 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 something else. It's not well, it's not sincere it's, drama. It's also, you notice he doesn't get his hero moment until the last what twenty minutes of the film. Like the it's Michelle Pfeiffer having a hero moment. Yeah, it's and spread a little thin. Yeah. Um, it it's like uh, what's his name? Hank Pym having his hero moment when he rushes where it comes in with the ants. It's Cassie having her development hero moment. Even like eventually, Lily doesn't really get much of a hero moment. This is more about the other three. Yeah, eventually Lily is surprisingly because she's important and she's good in these movies and like that. That's how you punchline. That was in the trailer and stuff of a uh, first movie. There's like there's she's. She's good, but it is funny that she's in the title, and I, I also feel like they don't really let her earn that title role. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, I agree. The, the, yeah. There's not spread, a lot of perspectives. She got a moment in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the origin, like the original one. She had a moment there where she was able to establish herself as, like, this is what my character is, and they've used it to average effect since. But, again, yeah. she she got a little bit shortchanged in this. Paul Rudd got shortchanged in his own movie. Yeah, they're spread a little thin. I mean, you know, they're Bubba Fetting. They're Boba, you know, this is our, I love this our new thing. They're they're Boba Fetting Paul Rudd's character. I mean, mm. it's, it's spread a little thin. Can we talk Even about Paul Rudd's the, IMDb my, my, picture? It's yeah, it's, it's incredible. Are we calling yeah. vampire? Like, is it, it, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's very vampiric. Yeah. Yes, it's a good one. It's that How about close shout up photographer to, that's so famous. Yeah. Shout out to Katie M. O'Brien as Jen Tora too. She's a badass. Every single mm. time she's on screen, you can tell people yeah. in the audience we're getting hype. Just fucking abs and just you know. Beating, beating the fuck out of some bacteria and stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess I want to. I guess this is. I was thinking about this while I was watching it because I was very comfortable in this beautiful Dolby theater and it sounded great and it looked fucking beautiful and. I had three days. As I've done for the past like you know five to seven Marvel movies, I kind of just started thinking in the middle of watching this like. Why am I here? Why Why <laughs> am I feeling a little disconnected? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Uh, and I was saying, like, why am I feeling a little disconnected? And I think Tony, look, of course, all of these are fucking un- literally unbelievable. You know, none of this is supposed to be actually believable. But when it introduced, you know, at the very beginning with people like Tony Stark turning yeah. into Iron Man and Captain America, there was something that was so grounded in my world, our world, like, like this current reality. And I just, I'm just curious what it feels like as writers and you're developing these big stories and, and you know that what you're fighting against the entire time is that we're no longer dealing with this reality, this timeline. So there's already a disconnect from the I mean, audience members who are sitting in that reality and maybe what you're trying to show them. And I think as much as they've tried a few different angles to try to get some kind of emotional reaction from us with this new approach and and I'm still... I don't know. I guess I guess I still am feeling yeah. confused about why they haven't abandoned it. Like, Dave, do they, they feel like? They, do you think they're set in stone because of the comics? Because this I isn't mean, they, working. They can't. I don't know how else to well, say it. Well, I mean, the thing the thing is, again, it wasn't working because for a good, you know, three or four years there, you had a CEO of Disney who was focused on streaming, 
and they basically he interfered in the movies that's true. He, he focused entirely on streaming he pushed through so many shows that were or rushed. he let go of the movies I, um, he, I think he i think he gave too much the rope to the people making the movies no he yeah. didn't that was the problem he he like they were making decisions for them and Igo came back and went okay we're gonna <laughs> scale back on the tv we don't need as much focus on the streaming stuff and the people making the movies will make the decisions on when it's releasable and when it's you know what length it needs to be and that's sort of handed that back to the filmmakers because okay. it was getting meddled with okay. at some epic fucking level. I thought Feige was and, a good intermediary. And I, but. And I, Dave, do you think he, there's he wasn't. a... Feige was spread, do you think there's like a... When they, when they announced all these fucking shows, Feige was at one point was doing six projects at once. He was spread so thin. No one can focus on six projects at once. I don't care how good your fucking assistants are. Like, you, you're you going to... a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's busy. Yeah. Dave, can I ask you a question? Is there a way... Like, I just don't know enough about, like, comic book culture. Are there different graphic novel versions you know i've heard of some comic books that have like totally different timelines or like this one takes place totally outside of this is there a way that they could just hit stop and start releasing movies that maybe have nothing to do with this sequential direction they've been building in because well, that's, that's I, I don't why, know i really I, am curious like sure can they just why they appointed james gunn ceo of uh, dc and he like wiped the so floor can with marvel everything. do that um I don't think Can so. Can Marvel do this, that? I don't think so at this point. Not when they've got an announced slate five years in advance. Um, they're, they're committed to <laughs> Do you know a single but, person? Do you know a single person that is enjoying where they're going? They are now, um, mainly because we've got Kang floating around. Yeah, I, and think, that's, I think that's they're doing a good be a job thing. promoting It's going to be a good thing for about five years. Um, not necessarily in the context of Ant-Man. <laughs> But this guy does have a serious part to play. He kills a few people, and if they follow the line, you're gonna. You're gonna see I think the people, the role is the contract is up. The role is really good. the The character, I understand why that would be a really intense character. I'm just gonna say it technically. I think Jonathan Mayers, uh, Jonathan Majors, is a is a very, very, very talented actor. I don't know what accent. It was so distracting to me. So I'm not I'm not making a claim I, on anything about I his talent that entirely. Jeff, Jeff, back me up here, dude. What what accent was that, dude? That was all over he was the doing, place. He was doing some kind of standard American, but it had started to get some forward placement that was bordering on British. And then but he was doing inflections that were neither. So yeah, I, I know what you mean. It didn't really bother me necessarily, but for me it was just getting into one beat where the accent became the character a little bit, where he was playing this complacency and placidness. But I think it started he's, making he's, me think he's about playing it. a long game. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. I wasn't paying attention. Kind of made that, me. I, guess. I don't know. I was just like, "Oh fuck!" Are you serious? You didn't notice that no, at all? I didn't. That was. I didn't because he turned up and he was at first. He was really vulnerable. I've also seen him do that one scene in Loki as well. So I was already on board. Mm-hmm. But then, does Kang have an accent in the comic him, books? Like, why? Why didn't they just tell no. him? They like, just don't do that, dude. Just be yourself. No, Kang doesn't have an accent. Just, in just, the just comic fucking books. talk like a normal human being. The comic books don't have sound. Yeah, he was going with some kind of. <laughs> I think he was going for standard American. That's what, I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, like the, like the, like the R, R, RP American or whatever that whatever they. I didn't that. notice a single thing about that. I just couldn't stop watching him. I was I was watching what he was saying, how he was saying it, but I never noticed an accent. I was more hmm. about this guy. At some point, it's going to come out that he's completely fucking unhinged and he's going to start fucking disintegrating people. And I got my payoff. I actually think they overused them in this. If, if you know, if if we're being critical, which we are here, and because and, I liked him too, I th- I think they overused him so that by the time he gets to that line, like 
it's only just begun. And I was like, I wish it wish it wasn't only just begun. I wish we were winding it down because we got to get this thing going. You know what I mean? Because he had that good moment where they, you know, with the the um, he finally gets the little what is the device called? The core, whatever. Yeah, it the called? core, quantum core. And he gets it, and it's great. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not complaining about this. But then he goes and he brings Michelle Pfeiffer back, and then there's the battle, and then it's, and it's like there's just a lot of him. I think I think less could have been more. I think it could have been a little more Hannibal Lecter gave him 11 minutes and that would have been fucking awesome to build up so that by the time that with the ants coming at the end, we had the full on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like I just, mm. the only thing that would have made that more fun for me is if Rick Moranis showed up. Um, it's like, okay, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to buzz that because who doesn't want Rick Moranis to show yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> but it had the it had the one-off feel. That it guy did. who punched they, him they in New York it. does not want Rick Moranis to show up. Dude, they formed Even, a fucking posse here and found that guy. I'm pretty sure. He's dead now. The guy's, <laughs> yeah. He, he fucked with the wrong person, for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, I, anyway, it was, that, was, that was fun. It was ridiculous. Guys, the whole Jeff, thing I think you're ridiculous. totally right, dude. No, I think you're right. I, I, I feel I like there was a little them. bit of me, because I, I, I have not seen Loki, so I didn't realize that that was going to tie in until the after credits scene. Um, and there was a part of me that was kind of like, why are they showing me all their cards here? And, and maybe they well, have a funny brilliant, they this waited. was a bait and switch. Maybe yeah. there's some turn they're going to do that's going to be brilliant in a future movie. I have the list here that's coming up. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Free. Obviously, anybody who saw this movie saw that sweet trailer. We have the Marvel. And how many, the raccoon Captain joke America still works. The whole audience Blade. laughs when they make a talking raccoon joke. Yeah. Still, sure, fucking sure. years later. So maybe in one of these, maybe in one of these incredible movies, it's going to lead us into phase six where we will get the Avengers, the Kang dynasty and secret wars. That's going to be absolutely brilliant. But one of my favorite parts about Thanos in the original ones was that Thanos sat on a concept that was really intriguing. I think Kang does have a concept that is intriguing, but the fact that I knew so little about Thanos was Mm. it's not that the intrigue of how little the the mystery around him was, was what kept me going. It was that I didn't need to know anything about him. I got to care about the characters as I was moving through, you know, the second Avengers movie yeah. into all their sequels and, tr- mean, you know, their thirds. And then when they introduced him to me, I was like, now I now I need to learn about him. I feel like they've introduced Kang so early that I don't know what what am I possibly going to learn? Oh, that no, is they, they, they've they've eliminated going to make me want to keep going. They've eliminated one Kang. Like because you haven't seen Loki, that was what opened up the multiverse. There's now infinite versions of Kang. Um, there's like three really famous ones that after credit scene, the first one was the council of Kangs. Um, but basically these motherfuckers, three are so... ridiculous accents. No, no, no. By the, the but, way, I'm but just, also I'm like, I'm talking it. about like, the there's... arena <laughs> where there were like thousands of them. I, and, no, that's what I'm talking about. Buzz me all you want, but that was just, he's a fucking brilliant actor. I, Peyton Reed, dude, tell it's him cool. to take it down a notch. Yale School so of Drama. Thomas Anderson had to tell Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel, you might want to watch these dailies. You might want to watch them, and, and I think you'll see what I'm talking about. And sometimes you got to tell, you kind of tell somebody that you take it down less, dude, less. I can't believe Jeff. I can't believe you're not commenting on it, dude. They were they were insane. The whole they thing's insane, insane, man. Dude. Russell Crowe's Greek accent was fucking crazy. Like I don't know, they just they're just fucking rapid And we called it shit. out. And we yeah, were like, like, what the hell was that? He did so many characters that I just felt like he was just fucking around in a room. Like, I don't think he had a dialect coach with him every time. Or, exactly. I, he, maybe he did. Like I that. don't know. I did too. I, felt, I was like, what's happening? Even those shots at the very end in that, in that post-credits that post, uh, thing, I was like, is this a joke? 
Yeah. 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 All the characters honest, he's playing I in I the I arena. I think like, like, the credit scene was for you. Um, that was that was for. Then Eddie. who are these movies for? Is I guess is I guess that, what I'm that, asking. Not, right? not, not, for... yeah, that that one was an old fuck moment <laughs> yeah. for everyone who's read all of the comics. That would that yeah. was what specifically that was. And for. are we there now? I, I think I think that's where, where where we're arriving. Are we there now? Where these Marvel movies are no longer for people who haven't enjoyed and read the comics. That's and I feel like that's a misstep on their part. Maybe that is a misstep on their part. I'll yeah. agree with you on that. Um, what do you think Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas were talking about when they were on the beach for four years when she never mentioned that she slept with a comedic legend multiple times and that she met a civilization of people <laughs> underground? Well, what did she... <laughs> what, and, the, and that guy who reads minds. Coffee? And then, yeah, Jeff, what, what would you be doing about? if you were on a beach for four years with Michelle Pfeiffer? I think, look, <laughs> you can only, you know, you, you can only have a point. You can only, you can only sleep <laughs> right. with someone so many times throughout the week. You know, maybe you can have a couple good days in there, but you, eventually on Wednesday, you're like, can we just talk? I would say they didn't talk I, about it at all. Though, I don't, I don't, There's a whole civilization down there. And also, come on, the thing with the hole is all of a sudden he could grow because he ate things. You know, it's weird when you start introducing these things, but it was, I, I don't want to take know, it away because it was fun. I, just, I wish there was more I'm, Paul Rudd. I'm, I wish there was more of the I'm pretty sure that character was, I'm not sure, I need to look it up, but David Deshmalian was in there somewhere and he was the Russian. That was him. Yeah, it was definitely him. Yeah. Um, it was so definitely I, him I feel the, like it was the, them okay. giving him a character to play with because he wasn't in this movie. He was on the Deacon's podcast this past week. Yeah, love that guy. He's awesome. Is he in? Wait, wait, wait. I haven't rewatched the one and two in a long time. He's in which one? He's the Russian he's in, guy. He's in both of them. He's like God, Michael. I, he's, he's in, I don't he's even. In, he's in Michael Pena's crew. It's Michael Pena and then his two sort of associates. Well, I don't remember that. I don't remember them at all. I need to watch it. He makes the uh, witch joke. He's or like, do I? Is it? There's a witch joke. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk to we'll just say, uh, my, Dave and I rewatched Elizabeth, Elizabeth my girlfriend, she said, she said whenever she used to need to fall asleep, she would put on Ant-Man 1. That was her go-to <laughs> elixir. Few You're minutes made in, for each like, other. Out. You're made for each other. You got to lock it down. Go ahead and... This one's for Elizabeth. That was good. That's um, fucking funny. Dave, right, I don't want to take Plus, anything. You have to watch it because because you have to justify the the swap where I give you Disney Plus and you give Look, me I might, Netflix I might. and I don't want to take and HBO. I don't want to take anything away. I don't want to take anything away. By the way, Jeff, I got a notification that you signed into my net. Did you sign into my Netflix? Are they going to cancel our account? Did New York City? Oh, soon, yes. I got, your new I got computer. A, I got a new device. <laughs> I got a new device. It's only my iPad. I didn't do the I didn't do the computer because I thought two devices would oh be overkill. God. They are totally going to cancel. They're going to freeze our account because it has they to be know. on the same Wi-Fi network. Yeah, whatever we're that so, new bullshit we're, is. No, I, I will leave anyway, when anyway. that happens. I will leave. It's not going to happen. Get, get a VPN. I don't want to take. I don't want to take anything away from. If if you are into what green screen can do, talk to Dave. Here's our person. It's right hats there. Off, <laughs> hats off. Hats off to the actors. Hats off to the designers. Ninety percent of this movie is in front of a green screen or a blue screen or. It's just really, really remarkable that they were able to make an entire narrative film inside a fucking stage with with probably very few live active scenery elements around them. Um, Probably just in the middle ground. They also used the volume for this, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Used volume? Okay, cool. Yeah, the the shit they use the volume, LED, you know. The, like the interactive background oh, screen yeah. that they because ILM was all um, so I don't I don't want to take away from that technically as always Marvel is you know they're really pushing the boundaries of what we can do technologically um, 
it's just it's just such a wonderful time to be filmmakers and fans of film where we can see that 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 that, that is not always enough that we can put our put that cap on and say like man this is incredible to watch and and to listen to it's so imaginative and so creative and if that's but it, but if that simple element of but why but why are we doing that isn't also just as incre- impressive you might find yourself getting a little bit distracted mm. which i think you know See, I, a, I didn't have anybody a, screaming yeah. i love ant-man in my theater jeff i thought i think this half my audience was like <laughs> this is really fun and half of us are like me and we we see these movies and we still come to all of them and we're gonna have a good time in the theater but we're we're wanting more yeah i don't know dude um dave be honest with me should i watch the loki series is that what's gonna make me care loki is pretty good is that what i'm missing i don't know <laughs> give it a, give it a watch it, it is kind of cool they, they they do some weird things with loki's character um and that it does that is the f- really the first instance of the multiverse occurring so it might give you some background not necessarily on this but maybe give it a watch it's fun it's fun they put loki cool. in positions you have not seen loki in let's just say John, um, that sounds John, very sexy. Mm. Jonathan Majors went to UNC School of the Arts, and then he went to Yale School. Of Drama. I think he was there with our uh, our old buddy from school, who was at the school. Yeah, I think he was there. In 2016, mm. he graduated. He might have been there at the same time. So, um, he's a young guy, 33. He's got a future ahead of him. I hope this Kang thing works out. Future. I'm excited for Creed three. Come on. I hope Kang I hope Kang doesn't define one of our young inc- impressive talents. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I hope we uh, we look beyond Kang and this realize that this young look, man, man he's mean, worked with Scott Cooper, you I don't know. Think he's know. doing just Marvel. I think he's doing other stuff no, as well. He's got an Emmy nomination for Lovecraft Country. Oh yeah. Lovecraft is uh Creed 3 San Francisco. Uh, the harder they fall. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Really? Yeah, he's got it going on. He's yeah. going to be just, just, just fine. Oh, he's into yeah. five so I'm not, I'm not, Oh, yeah, he's into five. Yeah, he's yeah, good. He's going to have a very nice five fucking bloods. house in a couple of years. So, you know, good for him. Also, right, anything no, I, else about the I love the guy. Yeah, I think he's man. great. Yeah, he's cool. Nah, this is a... Uh, if you're going to... If you love Marvel and you read the comic books, I think you're going to have a great time. Once again, if you don't and you haven't read comics and you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to see any more Marvel movies, I can't recommend this one to be that's, totally honest i don't know if i'm going to encourage you to go to the theater to see it it's a lot of money for you to take your girlfriend or your family to go see these movies oh, and you might want to just wait till this it. one gets on disney the kids Plus. love it it's funny you know the kids will laugh you take the kids as a, yeah, as a, sure, as a sure, major the kids, fan of these it. movies and i love them as an escape i enjoyed this more than any movie i saw last year any marvel movie sorry i saw last year well yeah um sure. not yeah. necessarily more than any of the tv shows i saw last year Black Panther was Loki and Ms. Marvel were a real true. fucking standout for me. Mm. And She-Hulk. Is that Marvel? She-Hulk was that... good. It wasn't as good as Ms. Marvel. Mm. Yeah. That was that was something special. Mm. Anyway. All right. Well, guys, I'm about to piss my pants. So let's uh let's wrap this up. <laughs> did you not go? Did you, did you not go during our break? Possible. Why did you go during our break? I did. Because I didn't have to go then, and now I have to go. We recorded two episodes at once. Yeah, you gotta plan ahead. These things happen. It's like asking, why didn't you go before we left? Why didn't didn't you fucking go? Like, all right, well, dude, fuck you, John. (laughs) All right, folks, that sound means that it is time for our final. 
And for our final segment of the night, what you've been watching, where we give you our recommendations of the week, and we tell you what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? <sighs> Jesus Christ! I, I mean, I used besides all... rewatching one and two of this, I, it's been two yeah, weeks. No, week. I, I used, I used all mine up in the last episode. So uh... Lockwood and Co. You like Netflix? Yep. I did like that. Well, I couldn't go to Netflix, um, yeah. We've been re-watching Vicar of Dibley, actually. We got BritBox this week. What? what? The well, Vicar, what? Of Vicar of Dibley. Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, you got BritBox. Yeah. The Vicar of Dibley. Yeah. It's just the most British title I've ever heard the most British title I've dude. ever fucking yeah. heard. It's, it's Dawn French, and she plays a What did you just say? The BritBox? BritBox, yeah. It's, it's, uh, BritBox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never heard and of it? Basically, uh, this is a small like, village, I want to say. Um called Dibley, where their priest is, their, their vicar is like a hundred and something years old and he dies during the sermon. So they send them a new one and it's a woman. And you can imagine they don't react too well from that point on. And yeah, it's Dawn French playing the vicar. Ooh, it's it's yeah. pretty cool. Wait, what is it called? The Britbox of Dibley? Vicar of Dibley. Fucking Brit, hell, Jeff. Vic, it's on <laughs> Britbox. That's the name of the fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Don't shame me I as saw... if I as if I have any idea what the fuck this is. It's from 1990. Oh no, you watched the new one. John, don't disconnect. It'll fuck up everything. Did you wait, Richard Armitage or, or the the original one? What? There's a Richard Armitage, a Hugh Bonneville one from 2021, and there's also a 1994 one. Oh no, it's all the same. Which one did you watch? I'm watching all of it. It's all the one series. Oh. Yeah. All right. Cool. All they right. just kept going up until last year. Uh, okay, Jesus cool. Christ! But they were doing—they were only doing like four episodes a um, year. Yeah. All right, I saw a a movie that's going to be—I got an early screening of a movie that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks called *Linoleum*, starring um, Jim Gaffigan, uh, Ray Seahorn from *Better Call Saul*. Uh, kind of a sci-fi romantic relationship kind of drama, and it's uh, it was really. It was great. I got to speak to the director about it. It was uh, it was really cool. I hope that maybe maybe we'll get a chance to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, it's going to be hitting theaters, I think, next week or the following Friday. So I definitely recommend it. I, I really enjoy this independent film, but um, I think it's worth seeing, and I think I think people are going to enjoy watching it. Linoleum. How about you, Jeff? Linoleum. Cool. Um, so I mentioned rewatching one and two of the uh, Ant Man series. I also watched that whole golf right. show. That's right. I fucking watched it. That's it. I, I did. Nice. I, don't, I don't care. When does the F1 series drop? 25th. You got another five days. Damn it. All right. We're so close. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Golf is not as good. That's this is like thing. full swing. Or I watched uh, episode one of Picard huh. as well. Of Picard? Mm. Nice. Nice. Season three is so next gen. You want to watch it, John? It's so next gen. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I love it. Um... Ah, oh, fuck. I, I swear I watched other things. Uh, oh, oh, I'd never seen this before. That's right. I'd never seen Hot Shots Part 2. Oh, my God. So I <laughs> Dude, watched I watched it. Hot Shots Part 1. Like <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's so oh, good. Oh, my God. That's why oh, it was recommended to me because they probably thought I was the same person, oh, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, they're they're the like, country. keep going. Maybe that's we'll, so we'll break funny. the algorithm. Maybe they'll say maybe it is the same person because he watched Shot Part 1 and then Part 2. Um, dude, so I Bridges, that. Really Bridges funny. is so funny. It's so funny in that yeah. one, dude. It's God, really funny. Fun. It's a really funny movie. Who are they? She's CIA and he's an extra. Oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> and then part of the the All Quiet on the Western Front and me just like, you know, feeling like the guy who stabbed himself in the neck in the fork in All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, I, I started uh, sure. Apocalypse Now again. I knew I was not going to watch the whole thing. I just like wanted to just... So you know, good. Fucking miserable state, I guess. 
I feel like I saw something else too. I always forget. I, I should write these down, but I, fuck it. You know, I'll catch up at some point. Uh, we had two we'll weeks. Catch up okay. Thank you so much, film fans, for paying film attention fans. to our podcast here. Appreciate you as always. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for a good episode. I'll see you next time on the Love of Cinema good, podcast. Good, good like, subscribe, follow, give us a good review or not. Who gives a shit? Let's go. <laughs> Bye.